Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Corker Entertainment Show today. I'm your host, Frankie Corker, and then here we are on this lovely April day. It's hard to believe now. It really is hard to believe. Um, so, yeah, the warmer weather's coming, and uh, hopefully that means that fairly soon we'll hopefully be able to do some, uh, some more in-person episodes. Don't get me wrong. I do love the comfort of my own home, but um, it, would, it would be great to sort of spread my wings. You know what I mean? This is... This is um, you almost get too comfortable when you're uh, <laughs> when you're in the same spot for every episode. Um, so before we start today, um, at the time of this recording, uh, it's April 12th and um, about an hour or so before we started recording, we had got the news that uh, one of my all time favorite comedians, uh, Gilbert Gottfried, had uh, passed away and um, and um it, it's 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 been a crazy year in terms of um of uh, celebrities passing and so i just wanted to just take a moment and just uh uh um, express how sad i am to hear about the news of his passing because it was very shocking from what i hear it was an undisclosed illness a long a long undisclosed illness i don't think at the time that i'm recording this i don't think they've announced it yet so by the time uh uh, this releases, you might know more information that I am currently not privy to, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a crazy year in terms of that. Um, it's funny. I actually, a while back, I watched the roast of Bob Saget and, um, it's crazy to think there's so many people who were on that panel who are gone now. There's, uh, Cloris Leachman passed away. Uh, she was there, uh, Gilbert Gottfried now, uh, Greg Giraldo, um, who else? Norm Macdonald and uh, Bob Saget, of course. And it's just crazy when you look back on that now and you're like, oh, my gosh, we lost so many. And within the span of, you know, like months, really, Greg Giraldo passed away, I think, like about 10 years before 2010. But um, it's just crazy to think that it really is. And so I just want to take a moment. I've always been a huge fan of uh, Gilbert Gottfried, his stand up, his appearance on the Comedy Central roasts, his uh, cameos in movies like he was in Problem Child, uh, Million Ways to Die in the West. He had a little cameo on that as Abraham Lincoln, which was really funny. And uh, of course, Aladdin. We all remember him from Aladdin. Um and so, yeah, I just wanted to just uh, take a minute off the top of the show and just uh, pay my respects to someone who has brought us so many hilarious and uh, funny moments over the years, and uh, he will be missed. So rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. So, um, yeah, so on a lighter note, uh, we're excited for today's show today. Today, I'm going to be joined by my good friend, uh, Annika Fournier, and um, she uh has actually had quite a bit of theater experience. She's directed many, uh, she's uh, directed a play. She's acted in many plays. She was on a couple movie sets, which she will talk about today uh, uh, when she comes on. And uh, we're also going to be discussing uh, the recent announcement about Jim Carrey's retiring. Is he really retiring? Is he not? Is it just one of those? Yeah, I'm going to retire and then makes like 20 movies, like pulls off an Anthony Hopkins thing or <laughs> or um, yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, we'll dive more into that then. And then we're also going to be discussing the recent announcement that uh, Will Smith has been banned from the Academy for 10 years. It's crazy. It's crazy. This whole thing. I wasn't really 
I didn't really want to discuss this too much more just because, I mean, it's been in the news so much lately that it's, it's one of those things where you're like, I kind of want to just move on. But I think for now, this might be the last time we touch on the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock uh, situation. Uh, no promises unless something drastic happens in the next few days that um, that it's like, oh, my God, I got to talk about this now. But um, so, yeah, we'll just be giving our thoughts. Is it too long? Is it too excessive? Is it not enough time? We'll give our thoughts on that. And uh, yeah, so just uh, enjoy the show, guys. It's a it's a great one today. Everybody, welcome back to the oh, do you hear like that? <laughs> Surprised me. <laughs> hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Corkin Entertainment Show today. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran, and uh, I today I am joined by uh, someone who's just trying to get her nerves calmed down because the Zoom lady, <laughs> the Zoom lady, uh, came through and said recording in progress, and she pretty near shit herself. <laughs> I, I've never used Zoom for like the past two years. <laughs> I've never had someone record this screen. It's so neat though, eh? Through. Isn't that neat? <laughs> but I'm joined by uh Anna Cafournier, who uh it actually has played my wife in many, many uh productions over the years during our our acting our acting days. Annie, how are you? It's great to see you. I didn't know you remembered that. <laughs> you almost forgot what? Oh it's gonna be my intro. <laughs> it was We're one done. of the happiest years of my life. <laughs> we're done this episode's done now <laughs> so it's great to see you again uh, and nice for see you for those of you uh, listening to this well i mean that's the only way you can uh watch this podcast <laughs> now but i mean um uh um this is our first time seeing each other for for the longest time because annie's all over the place now so tell us what have you been up to these last few years um how are things how are you you know feel free to just tell us all about i know i, I know lots about you but people watching <laughs> but the world doesn't know me the world doesn't know nothing <laughs> well for the past two years i've been living in winnipeg i've been living with my godfather and his husband up there and it was such a new experience almost every single day that I was there it was much much different than Miramichi for god's sake they have like four or five Costco's in one city it's ridiculous (laughs) it's amazing there's only like one here in New Brunswick (laughs) I know well two there's two two. in New Brunswick that I'm aware of oh fair enough (laughs) um but I've been living there I get to meet new people every day over there who have really interesting and incredible jobs. And I got to grow a bunch of connections with people and and make a lot of new bonds and friendships. And a lot of people I get to call family up there now. Um, For the majority of the time, I was working as a salesperson in a little baby boutique. It was called Trendy Tots. It was the sweetest thing. I got to see so many sweet little kids at the the workstore, sorry. It was incredible. I got to, that was, yeah, that was the majority of my two years. Uh, For the other part, I was doing little, little side jobs. I was, uh, 
I was in one show and I was in two movies. Well, I was I, I was on the set for two movies. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't actually get to be in the movie. I was saying, I said, were these the ones that we were talking about earlier? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was on the set. I was able to see the filming in process, and I got to see all of the steps and the behind the scenes. Um, but in one of them, I didn't even get to be on the movie set and get to be recorded with the cameras. Uh, the other one, they cut my shot. So I didn't oh. get to be in the second one. <laughs> oh my God. Can you, uh, I couldn't even imagine. I hope they paid you for it at least, did they? They did, they did. Okay, that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I'd be so pissed if I, if I spend days to, because they take days to do that, do they? Do they, I mean, like, you know, like even just one little scene takes like days to do. So if I did that, Honestly, they just said, see us. Yeah, well, I was in for, okay, well, one of them, I was there for about a day or an afternoon. The other one, I was there from the morning until the next morning. And that one, that one's the one that I got my shot cut out of. And that's the one that I got the least amount of money from, which I thought was kind of silly. <laughs> I mean, um, hey, some people say it's the experience that's everything, but I mean, it was you know, definitely the experience. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. It was so magical. It was a Christmas movie. It was July and it was a Christmas movie. And it was genuinely the word to use is magical because there was a Santa Claus, there were Christmas trees, there was, there were cookies and treats. There were kids and there was fake snow. As I was leaving, they were finishing the final scene and there was fake snow falling. Oh my God. And it was beautiful. I was like, okay, this makes up for it. This this (laughs) is okay. (laughs) They're damn lucky. They made it beautiful. Otherwise you would have sued or something. (laughs) Well, I left Frankie. I got there at like, I don't know, maybe 11 or 1130 in the morning. And I was on the bus home at 1230 or one in the morning. Wow. I was there for 12 hours. For like, 10 that's minutes crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy, though. And I mean, like, I could even imagine like what it's like for like the lead actors, like they're like just bleeding time and 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 their and energy into. I mean, but and then someone who's only in it for like like a cameo, you know what I mean? Yeah. For hours and hours just doing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even imagine that. But um, tell me, what uh, what's it like? Um, I mean, obviously, you've done lots of plays and movies. Um, can um, Sometimes the people that I talk to, uh, they've worked in theater and, and, and uh, film. How would you describe them? Because I mean, like, you know, for, for as long as I've known you, you've always been a play person. But now here, here you are, you're branching out here. Now you're, the, now you're a movie star, you know? Oh God, no. <laughs> now you're a movie um, star. So how oh. would you compare that? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like in terms of like the work and is it really, is, can you really compare it or? I'm going to be honest. I really don't think you can. No. They're oh. two incredibly different processes and incredibly different um, experiences just by themselves. Like in theater, you get, you get the the magic of feeling a, a new costume on you. You get the story that you get to live and become someone else yourself. And I guess you could say the same for movies, but it seems so much less personable. It seems like, okay, when I was on a movie, I had to bring my own clothes. So I didn't really get the magic of feeling like I was in a costume. I didn't have any speaking lines. I didn't really get to do anything that helps me be a part of the story and immerse myself 
besides see the Christmas tree and things around me. <laughs> but in the theater, I get the costume. I get these lines. I get to become someone else and experience that story with someone else. I'll say experience in the theater is much more of a team effort. There's much more of a story and a personable touch in there. For me in the movies, it's much more lonely. It's lonely and there's movie magic, but it, it doesn't have the same feel in, in your heart, you know? It's not quite the same. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because yeah. I definitely hear both sides of it. Like some people say like, you know, oh, they're they're kind of uh, they're close. Some people say they're close. Some people say they're not. So, I mean, I've never worked on a movie. Closest thing I've done to a movie is just a little, a little video skit. You know what I mean? So I have <laughs> no idea what 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 a full length feature film would uh, would be like. But I mean, speaking of of like, you know, of videoing and stuff like that what's your take on like virtual uh uh, theatrical productions because that's been a big thing nowadays especially with covid that's been what a lot of people are doing since they can't have crowds Mm -hmm. do you like uh, i mean like you know is that uh one of those situations where it's like okay if that's what i have to do i'll do it or is it like if i had the choice i'd just not do it at all because some people prefer it as just okay well if i have to do it virtually i'm not gonna bother doing it i mean like how would you approach that I think that, like I was saying in between movie and theater, I think if you get the chance for the actors themselves to do that, if they get to be on stage in a, in a building together and they get to bring the audience in in another way to show them a whole new story, I think that's perfect for the actors because they miss it. We haven't been on stage in forever. I don't think, though, that it has the same experience as an audience member. And I guess you do lose a bit of it as an actor as well, because a lot of the energy you get is from the audience, right? If you say a funny line, you want to hear someone laughing at you. Well, laughing with you, with you. <laughs> or laughing at you. It depends on, <laughs> depends on what, the, what the context is. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. With 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 a, a streaming situation, I don't feel like it's the same thing because you can't have the audience's participation. I think if it's something that you're all in for, if you're like a huge theater nerd, bless the theater nerds, if you're a huge theater nerd, you can't fully experience it the same way if you're watching it on a screen it is just like you're watching a video on YouTube or something someone recorded it and put it on the internet for you to view. But it's it's not at like the same level, I think. No, hundred percent. And I mean, um, people make make the most out of a shitty situation, which was of Absolutely. course COVID. But I mean, for me personally, uh, if I had the choice, I'd just be <clears> like, <throat> no, I'd rather just not do anything at all. You know what I mean? That that's yeah. just my opinion, and everyone has it differently. But I mean, Absolutely. I was really interested to hear how how you would approach that, especially because you've also directed shows have or uh, and which which i mean like you know of course the one i saw velveteen rabbit tell tell us that was because that was your directorial debut uh, and you you guys took that to uh the the drama festival you guys it was mrc festival which was here in miramichi for a year mm-hmm. uh <clears throat> what was that like what was that since you're approaching it you've never directed one before uh have you have you directed one before leading up to velveteen or was that your first time directing? um Velveteen would have started in January, I believe. Yeah, it would have started in January. So we would have just been starting uh, the 
theater course at high school. Oh, okay. um, theater, I, I did small directorial projects there as well. Obviously, it's not quite the same, but it, it, it's I did a little on the side there as well during the classes. I'd be put in charge of the of the uh, production production. And <laughs> so, so. some of them were like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, still, though. And, and I mean, like, you know, what's it like approaching that? I mean, like, it's definitely a different thing of, hey, this is just a 15 minute scene i directed this but now here i am i'm going on to a full one act play i mean like how how was that shift and how did you approach it and overall when you look back on it how do you how do you look back on it when i look back on it it might be one of my most favorite memories of high school because it was it was something that i didn't do by myself it was me and my actors and my crew it was a, it was a team effort it wasn't like you're the director, you're the actors, you're the crew. It wasn't like a hierarchy or a click of, of what, st what station you were in this production. It was everyone together. And I, I think I valued that the most because it, in, in other productions that I've been in, there's always the situation of like, you're the director, you're, you're on top of this project, you're, you're in power, you, you make the final call. I feel like it's, it, it's a little cold to be like that, though it is the proper procedure i liked having other people's voices in my decisions and and how we did the show if someone wasn't comfortable or some not comfortable but if someone wasn't like a hundred percent set that this was the way to do something or they had another idea i loved to hear everybody's thoughts on the process of how we could make it better and i think that's the best part i think that made it much much stronger of an experience and that's great, though. I mean, like, uh, it is a team effort. Like, that's the thing. Some people just say, okay, like, uh, as a director, you just say, okay, so and so do this, so and so do that. I'm the director, you can't question me kind of thing. But no, like, yeah, it's great that exactly. you're able to open it up to everybody. And uh, mm -hmm. I mean, that show ended up doing so great. So, so good. And uh, <laughs> you won, you won, um, uh, it uh, won a few awards at the drama festival that year. Is that right? Yeah, we yeah. won like, it won if the Tony I'm for best right. play, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite the Tonys. <laughs> I, think we, I think we won in between, it's been a while, but in between 13 and 26, I think. That feels like a lie. 13 to 20, for sure. Like, in between wow, 13 that's... to 20 awards. And I won uh, one of the Drama Fest prestigious awards for oh, the... Duh. Katie Swift? LK Silk. LK Silk. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew there was an LK Silk. I was like, was there one for Katie Swift? I couldn't remember. Shout out to both not, of them, not, by the way. Shout listening. out to both of them. <laughs> They're beautiful them. people. I, I, it was the award for the individual with the most professional potential. And yes, that's right. Sometimes it was recorded, right? That one moment was recorded for those prestigious awards, prestigious, as prestigious as high school awards get. It, it's a big <laughs> deal for us. <laughs> this is like the Emmy Awards or like exactly. an Oscar or Tony of your This is high the school Tony career. Awards for us. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I go back on Instagram and I see the video where LK was like, I see this girl and I see her shining a light around the whole room. And this is Anna California. And every time I just get little butterflies in my belly or, and it, oh, I meant so much. I'm gonna have to put that on our social media page. You'll have to send that to me and I'll, I'll, I'll upload it for everyone to see. That's quite the, uh, 
Oh gosh. <laughs> I love I I love that clip so much. I remember watching that. You have seen was, it? Oh my god. Oh yes, I've seen it. Yeah, you had it on your social media, remember? Or was that oh or, or was that a different one I watched? <laughs> it was I don't know. Which one's that? I can't um, remember. Did I post? Oh, I feel slightly egotistical now. <laughs> Oh Lord, I'll cut that out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I mean, I mean, uh, uh, since graduating, you've uh, gone on to do lots of things. You you uh, did a play in Manitoba or um, Winnipeg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, called uh, what, what I wrote down here, "Exciting Consequences." Yeah. So that was kind of like your first big post high school production that you did, or yeah. Or so tell yeah, us yeah. about that. Feel free to delve into that. Well, to tie to tie in both the drama fest and exciting consequences, it's it's really funny because one of the adjudicators was based in in the building that I was in while we worked on it. It was oh god, who was it? Thomas Morgan Jones. Oh yes, yeah. I say he's so, watching this uh, now, going like, you don't remember my name? <laughs> I do. <laughs> You don't even know, Frankie, how how scared I was that day. <laughs> because because the show, the show was very much adult content. It was about human sexuality and the industry of pornography, right? So mm-hmm. it was a very much different step than what I was used to in high school. <laughs> and you even told me that here before we started. You're like, yeah, it's kind of an adult thing. Should I mention it and this and that? I'm like, <laughs> there's been much worse things said on this podcast. So dive in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so so it was it was actually really amazing because it was a one woman show and the woman wrote it. She directed it. She choreographed everything herself. She's she's a I want to say world famous, but possibly semi-famous. Um, her name's Ming Han, and she's a choreographer, dancer. She's danced all around the world. Um, and she just recently bought, I think the company's name is Adults Only. It used to be like a video store for things of that nature <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> so she bought it for herself she wanted to make shows that were kind of like taboo in a sense to make it less taboo it's a normal human thing so why not make it in an art form and express ourselves in a, in a different light so she did that she made this whole show it was like it was like a one act around 45 minutes and i was i think i was backstage manager I think I was. She changed the <laughs> title like were. three times. <laughs> I think I was a tree, but then I also think I, I was. Uh, I might I was, have been uh... the branch. <laughs> no, I know. I was leaf number three. Oh, yes. The third one from the top. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, But no, I was in charge of, of like getting the props, fixing the props, um, writing everything down and making sure if anything was different. I had note of it and I could inform everybody else of it. I was in charge of keeping things clean, keeping things in order, making sure that when Ming came backstage to do a costume change or get a prop, it was there and it was ready to go. That was my job. Um, What I didn't expect was my first time getting props. (laughs) I had to go to the shoppers in the mall down below to get some, some props for her. And it ended up being bananas, 
condoms, nipple pasties, and lube. Okay. And it was wow. awful because it's... they didn't have self-checkout at that shopper's friend. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not like you can just, like, you know, walk out you back. You can't hide it. You can't just leave. <laughs> so while I got that those things as well, I, I grabbed some lunch, I grabbed a magazine, and I grabbed something else that I didn't need <laughs> just to make it less weird. I'm just picturing you going through the checkout and they're just like condoms. Okay, fine. Condoms. Oh, gum. Hey, 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 what are you doing with this gum here? Like, you know, right. <laughs> the one thing was, you don't expect them to catch you on. <laughs> actually, it was even worse because I didn't know what one of the items were. I didn't. She used she used a name that I wasn't familiar with. Well, I wasn't familiar with most of the things on that list. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you just she, go to whoever's working you're just like i don't know what this is get it for me and then that's when they're looking at you like that's okay. exactly what i did okay <laughs> I, did I had to ask someone for help because they were like it, it was the lube i didn't know what this lube was it was a brand name and it was it was also like uh oh it was a lotion too it was lube and it was it was a lotion and it was awful oh. <laughs> to, to, to summarize but the show itself was like so empowering. It was it was incredible. I actually still have the notebook that I used when I was there. Um, it's on my desk, actually. You're, so, um, you're just tore the page that has the loop and stuff on it. I don't want to think about that anymore. It, oh yeah, there's some of those. <laughs> it was it was an incredible experience. The worst part about it was that it was. Okay, what's my limit here? <laughs> oh, no, feel, dive right in, dive right in. Feel, <laughs> feel free. <I'll> make, <laughs> um, if there's something that's too crazy, um, I'll just say, okay, maybe we'll just cut that. No. Okay. okay. <laughs> but you by all means, in go that. into it. Um, so this lady was a friend of my godfather's. That's how I got the job. And it was it was two weeks of work. That was it. It was, it was bam, 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 done. In that time... I grew to learn and know five new people that I'd never seen before. I'd grown to uh, make myself a little less of a prude <laughs> because of the content that I was watching every day. <laughs> You're like, I needed um, therapy for this play. <laughs> I think I did. I do think I did because it was worse. This is a side note. Thomas Morgan Jones, right? The last time he'd seen oh, me with the that. Velveteen Rabbit. That was a kid's show. That was a kid's story about a little toy bunny rabbit coming to life because of the, the little boy's love. That's like watching and, Bob Saget on Full House and then going, oh, look, it's Bob Saget's stand-up show. Ooh, I can't wait to watch this. And then I know. you look at that how that turned out. <laughs> that was exactly it. Exactly. And, and the part why I'm mentioning Thomas Morgan Jones is that Ming she a beautiful soul she did a dance half naked she did a dance faking an orgasm like i said human sexuality and and <laughs> the industry of pornography there was there was that on stage there was also the fact that um i can't remember what the style of the dance was but there were like banana leaves involved and I had, I had <laughs> one of my jobs that I wasn't aware was my job, uh, voluntold as it were, I had to oil her up before the final scene 
so she was much more in in the in the theme of the dance and part of that was that she was half naked so that was that show was the first time i'd seen and touched a naked body <laughs> and it was awful <laughs> you're having a personal chat with someone so so when did you ever, uh, have you ever done this oh yeah i did that for work one time what you do for a job don't worry about it like don't worry about don't it worry we about don't have it. to get into it <laughs> It keeps uh, right on my table. Don't question me how I make my money. <laughs> you know, it kind of felt like that some days. I called my grandmother while I was on the set and I was like, Nana, look, look at my cool set. Look at my job. Look how I'm living my dream of being a, a, a part of the theater professionally. And she was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool, Anne. Way to go. And then I showed her the scene and she saw the handcuffs and she was like, Annika, are you... <laughs> Filming smut. I'm just and wondering. Was like, Man, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just wonder how were they, how were they able to sell that play? Like how, like, like, like. I don't um, know. I feel like if if I was if if like uh, you came to me and said, "Hey, come see this play I'm in." Okay, cool. What is it? And you told me, I'd be like. Frankie, what? I don't know if I could ever sell you to come see that show. That's you're so thing, like, pure. <laughs> and especially because it's like your job to promote the stuff. You know what I mean? Like you're like, yeah, like, okay, go home and tell everybody to come watch the show. And you tell like your grandmother, Graham, do you want to come see the show? Okay, sure. What's it about? You don't want to know. Just come see it. Just come see it. You'll it, it's immersive, Nana. You'll 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 get a you'll get a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> These are the sacrifices. Oh, in the show, she Frankie, I'm sorry. She's having a meltdown. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. The Corcoran Entertainment Show slash therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, In the show, there was a segment on how, because I guess, I'm not going to comment on that, actually, but in, 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 in certain circumstances, people who film that type of video, it's not... Sometimes you need substitutions, Sub bodily fluid substitutions. Ooh. <laughs> so they had a segment on how to do that. And one of the ways is a margarita mix. So <laughs> I went to the store, I got a margarita mix. We got a blender on stage. She made a margarita or a pina colada. It's pina colada mix. Was she caught in too? Yep. And it was worse because she made the pina colada and then she danced her way and swerved through the audience and gave it to someone. Oh my God. I know. It, I feel like so if you, <laughs> I wonder what someone's reaction would be like. So tell me about your theater experience. And they say this. What? <laughs> Let's talk about Velveteen Rabbit there. then. You know, like that's that that would be okay. Maybe I shouldn't talk about that one. Let's talk about Velveteen Rabbit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the wholesome. The wholesome. It's been so long since the wholesome. <laughs> oh. Uh, so <laughs> I'm just trying to get myself together. We're gonna take a quick commercial break. No. <laughs> oh, Thomas Morgan Jones. He came and evaluated there. the show before we finished it, before we like 
made it public he came and evaluated the show with a few other people and i went up to like i was losing my shit the entire day i was like oh my god thomas morgan jones you don't understand thomas morgan jones <laughs> he's kind the of a big thomas deal guys. <laughs> and 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 as to the show i was like did you like it do you have any notes what's how you doing i didn't actually say that ming asked that that part was hers i asked do you remember me and she he was like I think so. You're kind of familiar. I was like, I, I directed Velveteen Rabbit a few years ago. And he was like, oh my gosh, I do remember you. You're and I was so California. mortified and so relieved and excited that he remembered me. Because Velveteen, as I said, is a much different level <laughs> than exciting consequences. Definitely. And he wasn't traumatized. He was, you know, probably probably more so impressed that you're able to go to these, you know, <laughs> different know. subject matters and, you know, the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> he probably did scare him. <laughs> and um, so, I mean, theater is obviously a huge passion for you. So, um, <laughs> and it's been something that, you know, when you compare it to sports and stuff like that, uh, it the the pandemic kind of it was kind of like the, it, it got the short end of the stick in a way. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, I mean, like, you know, if you were to persuade someone like, look, theater is essential. How would you like persuade someone like, look, th- this is why we need to keep theater going kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, since you you're so passionate about it, you've done so many shows someone was going to say, no, I think we're just going to scrap theater. How would you say, listen, this is how, you know, (laughs) this this is what I'm doing. (laughs) I think, I think there's like a simple way to think about it, Frankie, because, okay. When you get home from work, what do you normally do? Uh, Work on some theater stuff or (laughs) I think I just, (laughs) Okay. okay. Do you ever theater? Theater. Why theater, not? There. <laughs> I don't know why I worded it that way. I should have just said theater. No, I loved it. It was great. It was point blank. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the, that's the main focus right now. Um. Okay. Do you do you watch YouTube or listen to music or do you watch TV later on in the evening? Oh, 100%. 100%. Netflix, video so, games. You know what I yeah. mean? Like the whole thing. Yeah. So what if we took that away? you 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 would lose your mind exactly that's like in- someone if you're if if, if uh, you say to an addict why can't you just stop doing this well how mm-hmm. about you try taking your phone away how about i take your phone away and you just see how you last for 5 seconds you know what i mean it's it's kind of like that not an apples to apples comparison but it's not an apples to apples comparison <laughs> but it was it was close um but like imagine that imagine okay Putting aside all of the, those youngsters nowadays, or in my day, I feel like there's a lot of views like that from an older generation. And that's fine. We did live, they lived differently than we live now. Yeah. But in the world presently, social media, movies, music, well, everybody had music. Everybody loves music. Mostly everybody that I'm aware of. (laughs) But the point is, entertainment is everywhere every single day almost all day if you're if you have the time for all day (laughs) (laughs) but if you took away the music the world would be dull if you took away movies or youtube or netflix or something like that 
I guess in some ways that's a lot of bonding time for people. You wouldn't have something to bond over. You wouldn't have any entertainment. You would just have work, eat, sleep, repeat. Exactly. And and that okay to put it in a in a small metaphor that seems very black and white to me there's no color in that kind of life so to me if you were to take away all of that entertainment your life would be the dullest and the most uninteresting thing no fun nothing like that and why would you want to live that so you need entertainment in your life and we have entertainment in our life always. It's always around us. Oh, and we've everywhere. grown so accustomed to it that we're like, well, I guess if I don't listen to the radio for, you know, the hour drive, it won't, it won't matter. I'll just watch the scenery. Yeah, but you have the option to. And eventually you might want to listen to music. Exactly. It's nice to get have so the quiet. Option. You know what I mean? You want to listen to something, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So how is theater different than tv or music in in the sense of having entertainment to enjoy yourself with how would you take away tv from someone or music if you if you expected that your lives were going to be completely the same there's entertainers there are people who do that as a career that's their life that's how they make their money that's how they make themselves happy if they're lucky enough to have a career that makes them happy every day amazing but you can't you can't choose between the two there like tv's never going to go away music's never going to go away Movies never go Theater, away. Movies are never going to go away. They're still making them. Like I was, I was on movie sets while no, COVID exactly. was still strong. Yeah. There were procedures to follow, things to do to keep yourself safe. But with theater, the only thing that I can justify if it was lessened, not taken away, I don't justify that. But if yeah, it was like lessened, <laughs> there's procedures you could follow. Essentially, you could make some kind of way to be there and do it 100 percent. you can't take away entertainment from the world and exactly. everybody has a different source of entertainment that makes them the happiest theater is one of them so it shouldn't have it shouldn't be put on a lower pedestal or on a lower shelf situation forget about it it'll come back later when you find it again Exactly. Wow. That's a great answer, though. That's such a great. Answer. Oh, <laughs> no, that 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 was amazing, because I mean, like, you know, so many people don't realize how important something is until it's it's taken from you, basically. Exactly. Like, that's exactly. what it's like. It's like the whole thing, like, you know, take away your phone for five minutes and just see how you last, because every two seconds, people are just, you know, exactly, you know, like just every, it's not, it's not every the two same. seconds. So <laughs> and and same with theater, theater, almost like, you know, um, Watching Netflix and stuff from home would be uh, the equivalent of getting takeout delivered to your house. Theater would be like the equivalent of going out to eat almost like a five star restaurant at a five star restaurant. Exactly. Or to the movie theater. You know what I mean? Or to the movie theater. Exactly. So, I mean, there's definitely it's definitely very essential. 
Before we continue, we would like to give a shout out to Tanisha Hallahan on behalf of the Miramichi Regional Multicultural Association. Tanisha is seeking out people within the Miramichi community who will be interested in taking part in the Elm Park Night Market starting June 16th and every other Thursday thereafter until September 1st from 4.30 to 9 p.m. This is a great opportunity for anyone interested in selling crafts, food, homemade items, providing quality entertainment, or anything that can help further benefit the wonderfully strong community established here in the Miramichi. Tables cost $20 and preference will be given to vendors that are able to commit to all 12 market days. So reach out to Tanisha Hallahan by texting or calling 1-506-424-8126 or by emailing tanisha.hallahan at mrma.ca if you're looking to make a difference in our community. That's 1-506-424-8126 or email tanisha.hallahan at mrma.ca to get started. The Elm Park Night Market is from June 16th to September 1st every night from 4.30 to 9 p.m. And, and that, that's a great argument, actually. Clarence, like, like a Clarence Darrow here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just find that it's not quite, to not sound immature, but it's not quite fair no, to it have isn't. those two separated so greatly. Like there's people who do movies. If they didn't do movies, you wouldn't have movies. If there's, if there's musicians, if they didn't play music, you wouldn't have music you have actors that want to do it and there are probably procedures that we could put in place to get it done no a hundred percent and and there still is you know and there still is of course like we st- we're still we still have to keep each other safe we have to keep the audience safe everybody who's involved we have to keep each other safe and secure no but 100%. that's the thing we have to that's 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 like the sticking point we gotta do something we're actors we gotta do it your actors start acting like it, you know? Exactly. Put that on t-shirt, Frankie. (laughs) Your actors act like it. Okay. Yeah. No, actually, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm going to open up a store now. Yes. (laughs) Start a merch store. I'm ready. And uh, so speaking of movies and, and, and TV shows and entertainment in general, we'll, we'll move on to our first main topic today, which revolves Mm -hmm. around one of the all time greats, who just re- recently came out and said that retirement is on the horizon and that's none other than Jim Carrey. So mm-hmm. when you first heard that announcement, of course he's doing press for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, <laughs> yeah. which <laughs> it's a little backwards, but <laughs> which um, I mean, um, that's where he first uh, kind of announced it and said like, yeah, I think I'm going to walk away from acting here soon. What was your reaction? Were you kind of like, Oh no. Or were you more like, yeah, yeah actually, right. I was sitting in the chair waiting. I, I was getting a drive to work that day. So I was just sitting in the chair waiting for everybody to be ready. And I was scrolling through the news or the news Facebook. And I saw the article, Jim Carrey to retire. And I was like, oh no, the Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> dumb and dumber. <laughs> dumb and dumber. I was so sad because Jim Carrey, he's, he's funny. And he's like effortlessly funny. He's like, it's Jim Carrey and I think Ryan Reynolds. They're two separate comedians. They're two separate personalities, but they both have that effortless, effortlessly hilarious quality. And they're just funny. Like they're just genuinely they're just funny. Fun. They're, exactly. They're funny. They're fun. And there's not many of them that are and like that. Thing. You know, that's the thing. So if Jim Carrey retires, we're losing a great. 
Oh, 100%. And don't know when we'll get another one back. <laughs> no, that's the thing. And we've lost so many. I mean, like, you know, I mean, look, of course, Robin Williams. And mm-hmm. uh, today we lost Gilbert Gottfried. Um, Bob Wait, Sack. what? Oh, my God. This is the first time you hear that. Gilbert Gottfried. Wait. Passed away today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. You didn't. Oh, God. You, uh, you, you had no idea. Yeah. No, he passed away. I got the. Um, it was like about two hours ago, something like that. I actually put it in our intro. I was at piece. work. You're at work. Oh, I hate to break it to you. Oh, my God. Wait, that's Iago, isn't it? Yep, from Aladdin. Yep. Oh, my God. He passed away today. After a long illness. Oh, long no. illness. They never disclosed what it was. Oh, I was man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so upset. I don't know if I can record today, but I pushed through. Um. <laughs> But no, what a loss. It, it That's a huge wow. loss. And, I didn't uh, know. And I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I broke that to you. That was, you know. I know. That was such an asshole thing to do. <laughs> I just saw your face. Oh, my God. Um, But I mean, like, you know, of course we lost him, Bob Saget, uh, Betty White yeah. we lost. You know what I mean? And so. Oh, Betty White. Betty White. That was, a, that was another huge, huge loss. Oh, man. And it's such a. Um, there's there's something about I mean like you know it's always good to bring in new generations you know what I mean like uh, yeah. you got like these new twenty year old actors coming in and they're kind of like you know some people say oh so and so will be the next Jim Carrey but then there's also there's still a party that's like oh really you're you're done yeah I think yeah that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're just so heartbroken right now I could... <laughs> the words didn't want to come no no exactly. But the question really is, do you think he's really retiring or because because mm. many actors have done this, like like uh, Johnny Depp, for instance. Um, I remember um, I think it was almost 10 years ago now. He did uh, The Lone Ranger, which flopped. It was a critic failure, commercial failure, yeah. bot, like everything, whole nine yards. And uh, it was not long after that. He said that he was planning on uh, retiring soon. He just said, I just think it's it's uh, my time's almost coming up. And so it seemed like, okay, like, you know, maybe he has a bruised ego, hurt feelings kind of thing. Maybe that's w- what contributed it. But then maybe. two years later, he's in Pirates 5. He's in all these other movies. And of course, now there's a bit of legal drama going on with him, which, you know, I'm sure if you type in his name, you'll read up all about that. But it's hard to say, because as far as I know, Jim Carrey hasn't had like a flop like that in recent days that I know of. No. So, I mean, it could just be that he's he actually is tired or what do you think? Could, could be it be tired. like? Uh, first note, I totally claim that Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were not going to last. When I first saw that they were engaged in a magazine, I totally declared that it wasn't <laughs> going to work. Um, also, because we were in love with that. We, as a collective, the entirety of membership was like, we're in love with Johnny Depp. That was a huge thing, Johnny Depp. That was a big, big... It was a big thing. Um, I don't know if it's actually going to be a retirement. I think he is tired. I think maybe that he doesn't have a spark for any scripts that he's offered recently. Maybe if he gets scripts that often. <laughs> um. I think it's a it's a thing of I think it's a lost his spark kind of thing. It's not because when I read the article when I saw it, I he said if 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 a script pops out to me, if it speaks to me, if it's like the golden script, I'll do it, but only for that. So 
Dumb and Dumber three. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't even know if Dumb and Dumber three. That, could no, bring I highly back. doubt that's gonna happen. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> just throwing it out there. <laughs> Jim, hear me out. Jim, listen, Dumb and Dumber three, Sonic three. A liar, liar, two. Do liar, liar. Another liar, liar. I want to see an, another liar, liar. I would I, like to see a post Grinch movie. That would I don't think he would ever put that makeup on again. Because no. It, if he did a voice, suffocated. if he did it as like an animated, like Benedict Cumberbatch did, if he did something like that, I'd be fine with that. You know what I mean? Like any. Yeah. I mean, of course, that might not have turned out the best, but I mean, you know, <laughs> might be a bad example, but hey, it's Jim Carrey. He make anything work, you know? It's true. It's true. Benedict Cumberbatch's Grinch was okay. It was a good movie. I, but I, I mean, appreciated it, but it didn't hit the same. You, like you, you compare it to someone like Jim Carrey's, and it's like no. And that's it's... another thing. Actors all the time are like, "Oh, I'm making an adaptation of the great Jim Carrey. It won't compare." Or I love my role, and I think it'll be just as good as Jim Carrey. There's so many comparative comparative opportunities for the actors and for the audience members as well or or the people at home i wonder if it's all just a big competition big rat race sometimes you really maybe that's wonder. what jim carrey might be tired of you really wonder and i mean um for me like if if, if i had to guess right now i mean obviously you know maybe once we release this episode more news mm-hmm. will come out that, that we are privy to now but if i had to guess i'd say i maybe he's telling the truth because it's not like of recent days he's had movies that are bombing like sonic has been huge successes like you know the yeah first one. I, I really really, I really like the first one a lot which was surprising i didn't think i was going to i saw the trailers i'm like are they really and then jim carrey what and i was, I was really surprised to see jim carrey no exactly and, and that's why when i first saw the trailer for sonic i'm like i don't that's not eggman that's jim carrey like that's, I'm like, he, he, he was always one of those actors where like, I couldn't see him sometimes as the character he's playing. I just see yeah. him as, oh, look, there's Sonic, there's Tails and there's, oh, there's Jim Carrey. Oh, that's Jim Carrey. He's just strolling down exactly. the street. <laughs> but then I watched Sonic. I was like, wow, he was like, he was the best part of that movie. I and haven't watched the movie, but I really don't doubt that. No, I watched it on YouTube. Someone uploaded to YouTube. It was up for like two hours. I watched it. I love it when people do that. <laughs> I, feel like that. I, so I watched it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, it might not be the best quality, but hey, I'm too cheap to have to, to pay for it. So yeah, well, I mean, movie tickets, my God, it's like right they, there. I'm like. like Fifty dollars to do your own stuff. Like oh if you God, got exactly. like a ticket, so, if you got a popcorn, if you got a drink or something like that. I'm better off bringing home. You got like stuff. fifty dollars down the tube. I was gonna say drain, but drink. you're in the entertainment, so you're not wasting money. <laughs> that's good. That's good that you got. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's probably where I stand. I mean, like you know, so if you had to guess right now, I mean, of course. As I said, news might come out like tomorrow mm-hmm. that says, oh, Jim yeah. Carrey is isn't actually retiring. Would you believe him 100 percent if you say like, OK, I think he's I think he's serious or is it just. Yeah, no, I think, you know, just bruised ego, hurt feelings. Maybe he's just saying things he didn't mean or. I think I think in most regards, he's serious. I think he'll come back and do a movie or two more, if not more. But I think majority, I think he's serious. I mean, he is getting older, but he's not old. 
I mean, hell, uh, Anthony Hopkins said he was retiring in like 98 and he won an Oscar like two years ago, you know? So <laughs> yeah, that could be a thing too. That's why part of me is like, okay, Anthony Hopkins said he's retiring in nine in 1998 or something like that. And the next thing you know, he's in Thor and he's in all these other movies, meet Joe black. And I'm like, okay, so that was a lie. Frankie, maybe it's, maybe he's reached a plateau. Like, I mean, like he lost his spark. I mentioned that earlier, but maybe he's just like, okay, I've done so many movies. I've done all of these projects. I've, I, 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 I don't feel the same about it. Maybe he just needs a break. No, exactly. And I mean, I'd be totally fine either way. I mean, like the man's given us so much over the last, you know, 30, 40 years. And I mean, if you, if this is his time, then it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it is what it is. He's earned it. You know what I mean? We can't say, oh, come on, Jim. Come on. Like, I mean, (laughs) well, we can, but. (laughs) Oh, oh, absolutely. But we wouldn't enforce it. (laughs) He's what in like 60 some now, 61 or almost 60. I thought he was 67. That's how old Gilbert Gottfried was. That's what you're still thinking. Oh, is that what my brain was doing? I think he was 67 anyway. I did say 67. I don't think he's that. Uh, I think he's like early. Maybe he's not even. Oh, no, sorry. I was um, talking about Gilbert. Oh, he's 60. Jim Carrey's 60. He's only 60. So he's 60. And he's done lots over his career. So, I mean, even if he. If he took a break, we'd be fine. If he said he was done for good, then that's totally fine too. But uh, we'll definitely leave it up to you guys on uh, the social media. Be sure to let us know. Do you think Jim Carrey's really done? Do you think it's just, you know, maybe it's just one of those moments where he said something he didn't really mean? Or do you think it's just, no, no, I think this is my time. Definitely be sure to let us know your thoughts. And um, so we'll move on to our second and final main topic today, which is a little thing that's been going, that's been spreading around online. I don't know. You probably haven't heard of this Will Smith thing, have you? It's <laughs> Will it's, Smith. Isn't he the guy that, you know, lived in Bel Air for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, this guy. <laughs> and apparently he slapped someone. And oh that person my happened God. to be Chris Rock. The audacity. You mean Marty from Madagascar? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody hates Chris. My God. Is it, <laughs> is it Oscar? From Fishtails? Is that who, who, who Will Smith played? Oh, in Fishtails. Oh. Is it, is it called Fishtails or is it Shark Tales? Shark Tales? Oh. You know when sharks were like, all the fishes avoided the sharks because they're mean and they're scary, but then there's this shark named Lenny and he just wants to love everything. Oh my God. I feel like I know what you're talking about, but uh, it's probably going to click to me as soon as I stop recording. I'm going to be like, oh shit. Shark Tails. It's Shark Tales. Shark ta- yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. I just lost my train of thought for a second. Um, so yeah, this Will Smith fiasco, it's been going on like that's pretty much all it's anyone... been the past month. On... Not month, but I mean it feels like a month now. It's been so long, and now they finally came to a decision that Will Smith is received a 10-year ban yeah. from the Oscars. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing lots of mixed opinions. Some people say it's not enough time. Some people saying it's too extreme. Some people saying, come on, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. I'm certainly, I don't think he, they're making a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, the dude literally, <laughs> people can say what they want. Because I, I read this comment on a YouTube video. Someone said he physically assault. He just slapped the guy. Come on. It's not that big a deal. Laying hands on someone's physical is, is, you know, Assault. It is physical assault. No matter, you know, like, you know, like I could, I just assaulted myself. <laughs> like, I just <laughs> my but you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, 
so Chris Rock would be completely justified in pressing charges against him. You know what I mean? And he didn't. Didn't yeah. he? Didn't he not? No, no, he chose not to. Yeah. Unless something came out there that it's because there's always stuff changing about this thing every single day. But that's uh, true. As far as I know, no, he's still not pressing charges. Yeah. But I mean, if he did, nobody would be able to blame him because that's <laughs> of all places to do that, too. <laughs> I know. I know. And I, you know what, Frankie? I've heard like um, three or four different things since it happened. One, obviously, is if you watch the clip or know anything about it, Chris Rock had said a joke or a remark about um jada's i think it's alopecia alopecia yeah yeah okay so he said something about that and and jada had a work a work <laughs> a look on her face a work. <laughs> whoops <laughs> she had a look on her face and will smith was just like you know what i'm not gonna stand that and so he was proceeded to do the slap had the comment and afterwards you can see jada's face kind of like twist like she wasn't content or something like that i think i i haven't watched it in a while i watched it once and then i i think i watched like moved every on because there's always someone makes some meme about it that i'm like okay i'm not gonna watch that's it anymore. true i'm not gonna watch it anymore that's true. and then someone uploads it i'm like Shit. and then you do another one they do another one someone made one um my favorite one it was uh toby mcguire slaps him I'm not sure oh if you saw God. that one. It was just, I laughed so hard when I saw that one. And that okay, I'm not watching it anymore. And then the next thing you know, and another oh, one comes. Will Smith and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah. God, why? And then someone made a, someone made, I don't think it's real. I hope it's not real. But someone made, or shared a picture of it as a toy, like figurines in a box. Like. Someone went through the time and the effort to get that done in like two weeks and less it was like days <laughs> oh after God. um but it's just crazy though like i mean um in my opinion i don't know if it's extreme i mean like maybe it's a little extreme but from 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 what i hear it's he's not allowed to attend the ceremony but he's allowed to attend the after parties and stuff <laughs> so part of me <laughs> so part of me is kind of like what like, I'm a little confused by that, if I'm being honest. Like, that's kind of, I don't really know what to say. Like, this is what it would be like. It'd be like, okay, so like, you know, um, for those of you who who know what we do here with the MBHS Drama Club and uh, CM Productions and all that stuff like that, we'll always go to Dairy Queen one night. Mm-hmm. It'd be like if, so Annie, let's say you slapped me on a show night or something. Let's just say that happened. I feel like I almost did. I, you you probably did. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you definitely probably did. It'd be like me saying As a that directorial and... note, not, not because I was angry with you. Well, let's just say, like, you know, you physically assault me during a show yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And they say, okay, Annie, so here's a deal. So you you aren't allowed to, to attend these shows anymore, but you can still come to the, you know, our after parties at Dairy Queen and you can still do all this with us, but but you just can't come to the shows. I'd be so shunned. <laughs> it'd be, well, yeah, it'd also be kind of weird. It's like, um, it'd also be really weird. No, exactly. Yeah, for ten years you can't show up here at all. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's to me, it just feels like it's just like a little just slap on the wrist in a it, way. Like, like, what's your take on it? Like, do you think it's too extreme or? Well, I don't know because okay. If you just said he's banned for 10 years from this, from the Oscars, 
me immediately, I think it's, it's a little extreme because there's nothing, there's nothing happening at this point with it. Chris isn't pressing charges on him. Yeah. The Academy hasn't taken his Oscar away from him. Nor should they. Nor should they. Um, Chris or Will has apologized and I, if, from a social media perspective, everything seems cool, but then things come out from that too, Frankie. Like um, I read Will, well, I didn't read, I read the title and I just moved by it because I, I, I had no time to give, but I read that Will Smith claimed that Jada told him to do it. I read that Chris, something shady was happening with Chris. I read that Will was doing something not doing something but he was under pressure something was happening and then the next day there's a video of jada saying i don't care what anybody says about my alopecia it's part of my life it's part of my body it's just me so there's conflicting stories there and then the oscars are like we're looking into this We're, we're we started an investigation or investigation no, actually, they did say investigation. And I was, was like, what's to investigate? I mean, like, there's nothing really it to happened. investigate there. Like, <laughs> it was all right there. He made a joke about her about her, her hair. He walked on stage and slapped the shit out of him. Like, And then Chris Rock said he's not pressing charges. That's exactly. it. That's pretty I'm like, dry. what's there to investigate? Is there really what's anything to investigate? to investigate? But the 10 years seems a little extreme to me. It does. It really does. If, if you minimalize it, it's 10 ceremonies. So in that perspective it's not that much but 10 years is a long time and if you're you it's you say that he can't go to the ceremony but he can go to the after party why would he go to the after party if he wasn't going to the ceremony it, it makes because no sense me, it That's doesn't what make I sense heard like an hour before we started this actually so whether that was true or not because i mean like you know like uh like you said uh, we're hearing news things every single day Mm-hmm. And every second. So, I mean, like, maybe maybe that's not true what I heard. But as far as I know, that's the truth that he's allowed to go to the after parties, but not the ceremony itself for 10 years. I'm like, really? And did they specify if he's eligible for Oscars for the next 10 years? Oh. Or is it just I don't know if they specified that or not that I'm not entirely. Pretty I, to. I didn't see anything specific as to whether or not. Oh, wait, no, I did. Um. I don't know if it's for 10 years, but I know that he's not allowed to have a say or push his film to be uh, nominated. He can't have anything to do with that. He can't be like, yes, this is my film. I want it to be nominated. Here's a million dollars to. (laughs) Well, that's what it sounded like. It sounded like they bribed people to get their shows done and nominated for an Oscar, but it's so weird. Maybe it meant that none of the, if he's in any other movies and I heard that his, some of his films or acting career is on suspension for right now, I think. Yeah. And I mean, even that I feel real bad. I mean, like, you know, obviously of course the businesses, they have to do what's best for their business. If having Will Smith on their movie is going to cause all kinds of controversy amongst people, then then they're totally it's it's well within their right to part ways with them if that's how they feel that's you know fair. What I mean? exactly fair. but then i feel so bad i mean like you know if he can't push for certain films like let's say someone makes this amazing movie with will smith that mm-hmm. has like so, some of the best performances that have ever been in movies in the last 10 years and it can't get a nomination just because will smith's in it 
that to me would be all like, I feel so bad for the people involved in that movie who are like, just because this dipshit who, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know if I worded it right, but if that's the situation, that's incredibly unfair to the other people who have worked and put like tireless hours into a movie. Oh, hundred percent. And I mean, even with the Oscars here, like, you know, lots of people won awards. Nobody's talking about them. Like someone's mm-hmm. like, uh, I can't, I'm not sure who won Best Actress or any of that because all we know Frankie, about is that Will Smith won. That's all we know. The only thing I know about the Oscars is that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and Encanto had a performance and it was awful. That's it. That's all I have. And then they had an in, uh, in memoriam, which they do every year. But Oh, um, and Bob Saget wasn't in it. Was, where was he? Was he not in it? I don't think so. Someone in someone who died recently wasn't in the memoriam, and I oh, feel like it was shit. Bob Saget. Oh, that's unfortunate. Shoot! Oh, wow. I have to. I have to Google it. Yeah, we have to Google it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean- okay. It's Bob Saget, Ed As Asner, and Norm Macdonald were among the big name stars who weren't included in the in memoriam segment. At oh, Sunday's Norm Macdonald wasn't Awards. either. Oh, shoot. Mm-mm. But that's what I mean, though. Like, like <laughs> normally I keep up to date with the Oscars and stuff like that. Nowadays, yeah. nobody knows what happened this year. I, I, I can't even. I didn't even know one. it was coming up. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I knew it was coming up, but I mean, I, I was kind of like, yeah, no, it's late. I'll, I'll just see what happens. Yeah. Tomorrow. And boy, exactly, did something that's happen the, the next yeah. day. <laughs> that's another thing. Oh, that's another thing, Frankie. The, the views for the Oscars that night of were one of the lowest view count that they've had. So they're possible they're they're considering thinking about stopping the Oscars. They're Which thinking about thinking huge, about it. I mean I, I wonder what the Oscar ratings are gonna be next year after this know. whole but they okay who's gonna get I feel like there year? might be a spike. <laughs> yeah I think there's gonna be a spike if I had to guess or if they announce that hey Will Smith is actually allowed to attend this year then that's that's going to beat football in the ratings. That's going to beat everything in the ratings. Oh, yeah. If people find out that Will Smith's oh, coming yeah. back, that's going to was... blow up. But, I mean, in your opinion, if you had to guess, would you say 10 years is too much? Is it too? Is it not enough? Or what, uh, what's your opinion on that? I'd say 10 years is too much. I also think it's really funky that they have, he can't go to the ceremony, but he can go to the after party. I think that's a choice for Will to make whether or not he wants to deal with any backlash that happens, I guess, or the awkwardness of the situation. But Frankie, I had a thought just now um. to tie into to, to, to two of our subjects. Do you do you take the time to watch the Tonys? I haven't uh, recently. Normally, I, I, I keep up with them like, you know, um, like same deal with the Oscars and yeah. Emmy sometimes if I can't tune in, I'll just go on and say, Oh, no, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But, but do you, do you like, do you, do you find yourself more inclined to the Tonys? Mm, it's weird. It's weird. I wouldn't have said that. I mean, because I mean, like, you know, a, a lot of the Tonys and stuff, like I haven't been able to watch all the stuff that they do. Oh like, yeah, it's a all, very long thing. All the well, all yeah, all the stuff that's nominated, like you know, there it's all shows that are going on in the states and stuff like that. So that yeah. stuff right there, I can movies. It's easy because it plays in theaters everywhere. So mm-hmm. that's why the, the Tonys. I'm probably not as 
into compared to like the Emmys or the Golden Globes or the Oscars and stuff like that, just because yeah. a lot of the plays and stuff that are nominated, I haven't seen them, but um, there might be the odd one here and there, like uh, Oklahoma performed one year, the whole cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's why that I go to the Tonys because you get to see so many performances throughout so the show. We- you get to hear the songs. So was uh, was uh, Will Smith there last time? Ah, uh, I don't think Will Smith Will Smith was there, but it was a very moving. Um, it was very jaw dropping uh, experience that time. <laughs> <laughs> but th- I was gonna say for that though that like you you're more inclined towards the Emmys, the Oscars, the Golden Globes because that's something that is universal. Everybody can see those. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I would find that more so theater people would be inclined towards the Tonys and they'd watch the Tonys because I haven't seen any articles about low numbers for the Tonys and it might no, show the importance of shows. Exactly. That That's actually a good point. But I mean, like, who knows? Maybe uh, with, with all these award shows now, people will say, hey, do you want to know how uh, we can get high ratings? We're going to have Chris Rock come in and we're going to stop him. <laughs> We're going to put Chris Rock on one side of the stage and we're going to put Will Smith on the other one. They get their each own microphone. WWE. Um, WWE. <laughs> Frankie. But that's an interesting thing, actually. I never really took that into consideration that they don't have the view or, or like, um, you, you know, the Oscars are always saying, oh, we had 22 million people watch or 9 million people watch. Isn't that the Tonys? It's just, hey, here's who won. That's it. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like that's actually it I actually never really thought about it until you mentioned that that's actually a good uh, observation I remember when we watched it this year it was it was it was much different but there was a whole new excitement around it because it was the first one for a while it was the first time people could be back into the the stage the theaters they they'd done it over three separate theaters actually it was really really impressive um but I I I don't know. I feel like the Tonys are good. Oh, definitely. I feel I like, like I feel like the numbers are okay. <laughs> like I'll go on afterwards and watch all, all kinds of clips on them. But I mean, like you said, or, or like uh, I said earlier, that we're more so able to watch all these TV shows. With, yeah, uh, exactly. As opposed to these plays where it's like, okay, watch this only in New York. It's like, well, shit. That doesn't I know. I can't I'm leave so my sad about it. <laughs> and then there's the streaming service where I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. I can't get it i think because you can only watch it if you're in the states um it has every recorded broadway show that's been turned into a film or like recorded Mm. live on the stage it has everything on that but you can only get it if you're from the states if you're in the states i mean oh that's interesting i never i know and i was really upset about it because I want to watch them. <laughs> There's so many more that I want to watch. I'm going to tamper with my uh, networking settings and I'm going to try and... Uh... <laughs> Let me know if that works. <laughs> 100% hit me up. <laughs> if, if my connection is still standing. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, where I stand on it, uh, the, the Will Smith thing is... Uh, it seems a little extreme. I do think there, there deserves to be some punishment in there. 10 years seems a bit yeah. much, in my opinion. But, I mean, we'll leave it up to you guys on social media be sure to let us know do you think it's too much is it not enough feels like he's on a murder trial or something like that like we need to punish him for or like that's what it feels hunt. like this whole thing feels like it's kind of crazy how it all yeah 
how it all went Start down. Start that conversation in the comments, everybody. Definitely. Be sure to let us know <laughs> your thoughts. Um, so that will probably do it for today's show today. So uh, I just want to thank my guest, uh, Anna California. Annie, where can people find you next? Are you doing any productions, any movies? Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't have any theater productions coming up. Uh, I might hit you up for that later. <laughs> <laughs> Not in any movies. All... <laughs> um, I do stream, but I don't. I don't stream regularly yet, <laughs> so it's not but quite. You will. I will. I will. Um, otherwise, you'll find me at my job. <laughs> <laughs> Stop by Shoppers in Newcastle and Amersham, New Brunswick. Postal code. Um, I don't know what the postal code is. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh but well there thank you so much it's so great to see you again it was my so God, nice to see my, you thank my you cheeks, so much my cheekbones are hurting so much i think this Me is like too. the most i this is the most i've laughed on a podcast before i think um oh my so, gosh like to thank my guest uh, annika fournier um thank you so much guys for tuning into today's episode we'll see you guys next tuesday uh social media links you can find all that uh you know where to find that right <laughs> yeah. uh so um yep so thank you guys thank you this is frankie and annie signing thank off thank you bye guys